Yo, what's going on everybody? It is 3 p.m. here in Chicago, Illinois. That means it's time for another live stream. Today is Saturday, February 13th, 2021. How are you guys doing today? I had a nice long run this morning. I was hoping for maybe warmer temperatures and drier temperatures, but instead I got, I think maybe eight degrees Fahrenheit. It was about what I got and snowing and we had a lot of accumulation and it doesn't look like they did a lot of plowing today. My wife went out for a walk uh, just a little while ago too and even later in the morning. They didn't do a lot of plowing today along the lakefront path, which is unusual because normally they do such a good job of it. So maybe they're, maybe it's a weekend kind of thing. I'm not really sure, but uh, overall I did okay. Uh, I made it back safely, but I did have to cut my run. I cut the cool down short. I, man I managed to finish the workout, but I cut the, wor the cool down short, very short, basically no cool down because I had to poop. So it was, a, it was a close call. It was a close call today. I was thinking about like, I don't know, it's eight degrees Fahrenheit. It's the middle of the snow storm. There's not a lot of people out here. I could totally do that. But I fortunately didn't come to that. So I made it back. I'm feeling good. Warm and toasty. Now, how are you guys doing today? Everyone listening on the podcast version, welcome. Hope you're having a good run out there yourselves. Hopefully you're not having too much snow or some of this cold weather. And everyone watching this on YouTube after the fact, not live, but like on YouTube, welcome. Glad to have you guys here. All right, we've got Charles Ventura here coming in live saying, just got back from a 10-mile run in negative 30 Celsius. Was wearing two pairs of gloves, but hands were really hot. Man, you know, people were telling me about that, and I just, I'm, I'm having a really hard time, like, just understanding that because it's just so different than my experience. But, man, good for you. Good, good for you. 10 miles in negative 30. That's nice. It's good work. Very good work. Ben Browning said, good morning from Sydney. Ran his whip train race sim 5K to Mike's 20-minute YouTube mid-roll ad experiment video. Nice. Had time to run, finish, and get coffee. <laughs> oh, awesome. Awesome. Well, good job today on the 5K um, training race. Is that like a time trial then when you do that? That's like, that sounds good. Yeah, and, and today's video was a little bit long. I don't, I don't like it when the videos get long because I always feel like, on YouTube, if the videos are getting that long, it's time to chop it up into some, some smaller topics. And so I, I was thinking about that today. I was editing today's video. I'm like, if I'm going to do more of these kind of like YouTube analytics videos, not as an expert, but as like, hey, here's my notes. I'll show you guys my notes. You guys don't have to give me yours, but I'm happy to share mine if you guys want to watch that. And uh, But I think I need to make it smaller chunks. So it's not like 20 minutes. That's just like a big, I don't know. You could tell a lot of story in 20 minutes, and so I just feel like I need to tighten that up quite a bit. But thanks for, I mean, well, I don't know if that's good or bad to have that on during like a 5K. I feel like that would be hard for me. It would be hard for me to watch that for a 5K. So and you must have, Ben Browning, you must have like just the most insane mental toughness. <laughs> oh, awesome. Um, yeah. And Ben said, also, I enjoyed your vision and review of your Invincible Run shoes. Thanks. I've been I've been enjoying those shoes. They've just been, I mean, when I run in them, nothing like really jumps out at me. You know, it's not like the Nova Blast where like I'm like, oh, this is squishy. Or even like the Freedom 3, which was also very squishy. And I was like, oh, lots of, lots of feelings. But the Invincible Run is just kind of like I'm out there and I'm running. And, you know, it just lets your mind wander a little bit. So it just takes your mind off the run. So it's been really nice you should call it like the nike effervescent or the nike daydream or something like that because that's i mean i've been i don't know i just I start to daydream when i run in those and it says hey gofuzi and everyone happy saturday we still have snow here but milder weather on the way yeah i'm 
I keep my wife and I both keep looking ahead at like the 10-day forecast, and we're like, when is this cold snap gonna break? Because we keep thinking like, you know, when it gets this cold in Chicago, it does it for like four or five days, then like the lows will still stay bad, but the highs during the day won't be so bad. But man, we've been just like stuck in some of these lower temperatures, and uh, yeah, it's starting to starting to wear on me for sure. Cycle on Wednesdays is here. Says hi everyone, and Frank says big bib pickup today nice frank he's got some nerves going on well it's exciting the nerves mean you care and uh that's a good thing so i think you're gonna have a good race david prabhu says happy saturday to the crew a nice easy 10 miler this morning very humid Ooh. yeah i don't know what humidity is even like anymore we've been running we have i mean this this apartment's pretty small i would say calling it a thousand square feet might be about a thousand square feet maybe like high 900s um but so we have three different humidifiers that run pretty much 24 hours a day because it just the air gets so dry my hands get really dry just like i could feel it in my skin like all the way up my my arms just everything just dries out and so like we've like i've been uh very unfamiliar with the idea of humidity anymore so it's an interesting concept <laughs> Louis becerra says what's going on good to see you Louis. Jody says, good day, everyone. Supposed to do my first 10K time trial with the club today, but it's raining and windy, so I didn't go. I have to wait until next month. All right. All right. Well, hang in there. Keep it like you're in the circling waiting pattern then. You can do it. All right. I'm looking forward to that for you. And Jody, by the way, I mean, I know I don't want to turn you into like the Australian suggestion box, you know, because you're like, you're not the only Australian here, but a lot sometimes, I mean, you're here very regularly and you're kind of like the resident Australian um, today. I turn on the TV and uh, I'm looking at Netflix when I got up early in the morning and my wife had watched TV you know after I'd gone to bed last night and I, I guess after the kids had gone to bed because the last thing she had watched was an Australian drama I think it's called Offspring I don't know if you guys are familiar with that I think it was Australian I didn't watch it really closely but I think it's Australian but I was just like all right the kids are watching Australian stuff I'm watching Australian stuff. My wife is watching. We're just like we're just like on an Australia binge here. I mean, I feel kind of feel like the universe is trying to tell us something. You know, I don't know. I'm not really inclined to move anywhere, especially not like across the world. It just seems very far away, small as the world can be. But I don't know. All signs point to Australia in this house, so it's kind of bizarre. Does anyone watch that show? Is it good? You know, I don't know. I, the part that like my wife had on, it was like seemed like super intense, and I just can't. I just don't really watch a lot of intense TV anymore. I don't know. Nice life's stressful enough. I just don't like. I don't find it cathartic to watch stressful like drama. You know, that's like emotionally draining. I just don't like it. Um, like this is us. Like I, I I watched like an episode and I was like, nope, not for me. Um, but you know what I did also watch today. My kids put on some sort of movie where it was kind of like uh, Spy Kids. Like the, the feel of the movie, like the style of the movie was very similar to that that franchise, I suppose. Or the, is it was it a trilogy? I think it was a trilogy. And um, there was another movie where there was all these superheroes and they were, the Earth was attacked by aliens and the heroes were all captured by these aliens. And so it was up to the children of the superheroes to figure out not only how to use their powers, but how to work well as a team, which is what their parents did not do very well. 
They had to work well as a team and then, you know, not only rescue their parents, but save the world. One of the main characters in that was Mando from The Mandalorian. So I'm watching this and I'm like, wait a minute, what? Who, who, who is that? So the first time I had seen the movie was before I watched The Mandalorian. And now that I've seen The Mandalorian, and lately a lot of pictures have been circulating from like behind the scenes of filming of The Mandalorian. And so like, then I saw that, I'm like, this dude's in The Mandalorian? So The Mandalorian is like the second weirdest cinema project that he's ever been involved in, you know? That was kind of funny. I don't, I don't know if he's, I don't think he's Australian. But anyway, I just got off on a tangent there. Sorry, guys. <laughs> um, Sean Marshall says, hey, hey, Sean, was it? No, that was it. Sean, what was the weather? No, someone was messaging. I don't think it was you, Sean. I think it was someone else. Tell me about how cold it was there, even colder than it is Chicago. But I think it's pretty cold where you are too, Sean. Or McGowan is here, says, hey, what's going on? And Horn uh, says, this is the first time here this early. Yeah, you got here before this, we started. I got to catch up. I'm like 10 minutes behind you guys. All right, I'm going to try and catch up in some of the chat here. Um, all right. Greg is here. Greg Itahara says, needed a weekend dose of the co on a snowy Chicago day. Yeah, hopefully you're doing well, Greg. Um, I've been I've been seeing some a lot of your work on Instagram. It looks good. Edward Abella says, Heiko Fuzzi, always wonder what headphones you're using. These are Tautronics brand uh, noise-canceling headphones. I want to say they're Sound Liberty somethings. I'm not sure. They were pretty cheap. I did a review of them. Um, and I like them because I can still kind of hear what's going on. If, like, the kids are in here um, to make sure they're not getting into any trouble or need any help. So, like, that's kind of, like, the main reason why I like them. But they're comfortable. They're, they're over the ear. So, for wearing them for a long time, they're nice. So, I like them. And they were pretty cheap. Um, Oren wants to know, for most runners, is regular body weight strength, strength training enough with plenty of core? I mean, that's all I'm doing right now is uh, body weight strength training. I'm not doing plenty of core exercises. So, that's kind of the difference but i've been doing body weight exercises but uh, and i think for most distance runners i mean at the non-elite level i think it's probably fine i think that once you're starting to get competitive at no kind of no matter what level you are maybe for you are in a, a little bit you know, i think you're probably not too young to be doing some other additional work once you've kind of built a lot of base but um but i think that it's probably you're probably all right to start i would do that under the supervision of a coach someone that knows what they're doing especially weights for runners if you're going to do weights but the thing that i've been thinking about a lot lately is trying to add some sort of plyometric exercises nothing crazy i'm not going to be doing like box jumps or anything like that but like just jumping exercise at home so like in, in addition to like the squats that i do like the body weight squats maybe doing like some jumping squats as well a couple times a week maybe a few times a week maybe some like jumping lunges other kind of like body weight but plyometric types of exercises single leg double leg kind of stuff because i'm just thinking i'm not getting i just feel like i'm not getting enough power for my legs so and what the weird thing is so i've been doing this jack daniels program now for i guess we're just like we're wrapping up week two and even leading up to the jack daniels program i've been starting to incorporate more threshold runs some um marathon pace so moderate to threshold pace running and for whatever reason my power number my critical power number on my stride foot pod keeps going down and down 
In, in other words, telling me not that I'm necessarily less fit, but that I'm less strong um, and that I can like, I don't know, but it also kind of like kind of translates to fitness as well, especially for short, shorter distances. So it kind of concerns me. And I've also been thinking about like, you know, I, my leg turnover, you know, just because like other runners are much faster than me, it's not because they're turning over their legs faster. They're just getting more pop from every stride. And I'm like, how do I get more pop from a stride? You know, so I've been thinking a lot more about like, well, maybe not being around those hills anymore is taking an effect. Um, the hills in Iowa, you know, maybe they were a lot more helpful for me than I thought. So like, I, I've been thinking about, you know, how do I kind of like progress from here? A lot of that plyometric stuff, you know, I could do in here inside at home, you know, and I can do it in kind of exercise snacks type of form where I'm almost like, I got 10 minutes. Great. I'll do like three different exercises today. The next time I got 10 minutes. I'll do three different exercises and I'll just maybe have like a repertoire of maybe 15 different things. And I'll just kind of randomly select stuff. So I've been kind of thinking about maybe do I need to do stuff like that um, to really kind of um, load the muscles a little bit more and work them in more than just a mobility kind of way, but like in some strength building kind of way. So I've been, I've been, I, I mean, I don't know. I'm very early stages in kind of like thinking this through. Um, but, you know, that's kind of where my mind's at. All right. Uh, Martha says, I skipped my run assignment today on coach's recommendation since she's slightly off from the vaccine. I know I'll be 100% tomorrow. Awesome. Well, I mean, I'm sorry that you're still not 100%, but I'm very excited that you're going to be 100% tomorrow, Martha. That's that's awesome. Um, and I hope you're having a good rest day today. Chris Dyke says, hey, folks, what's going on, Chris? And Frank says, for me, they need to put in some cornfields. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm not really sure how he would work that in along the leg front here, but um, even, I mean, like, there are a couple of bathrooms along the way in normal times. So at North Avenue Beach, there's kind of like a beach house thing where there's like a restaurant there, a bar, um, and, uh, you know, you can rent some stuff, like beachy stuff kind of there. And there are bathrooms there. And then there's another spot, like I could go to Navy Pier under normal times and use the bathroom there and then so there's like spots like every like two to four miles there's somewhere that i can kind of like find some sort of like respite but you know now all that stuff's in the winter time that stuff is usually closed um normal winters and now i imagine that they're going to be even more closed you know oh I, I think that they are more closed so like that's that's what becomes difficult but you know i think part of today for, for me was I started taking, I, I, I forgot that I had it, that Unived sent me this endurance like formula drink. It's basically a bunch of ashwagandha and a couple of other things. Some like vitamin C, some red spinach extract, some a bunch of stuff. And the, I, you know, I don't know if it's a product that they fully developed yet or released, but um, you know, something that you're supposed to take like an hour before you go out for your run. And I always thought like an hour before the run, it seems like a weird amount of time before a run. But I think I figured it out having taken it for a while now. Not for a while, but somewhat for a couple of, I guess, maybe about a week now. Is um, it makes me have to go to the bathroom again. So, like, I've been kind of experimenting. I'd like to have it really close to when I start running. Um, but if I have it too close, <laughs> then I find that I need to go to the bathroom. So that, that could be another. I need, to, I need to iron that kind of, like, protocol out, I guess. <laughs> 
Sugan says, hi, everyone. We're just watching the Black Canyon 100K live. Awesome. You know, I haven't tuned into any of that so far today. Chris Tech's getting the first snowfall of the season where he is. Awesome. John Mac Diaz says, what's up, y'all? What's going on, John Mac? Good to have you here. Welcome. Ooh, and Ben Browning says he's going to be doing a VO2 test at a good university soon. That's cool. I remember this time last year, I think it was Lindsey Krauss that tweeted something today. He's like, what's the word for that feeling uh, that you had when you were remembering how this time last year you were unaware that everything was about to go away? Or something, she said it much more concisely than I did. But um, this time last year, I was looking into like, how can I get an actual lab VO2 test? I want to do that. And that's kind of like, then everything changed. So um, that's kind of where I was at running wise. Jody said, watch the mid-roll video today. Did it have an effect on your subscribers and the amount of impressions YouTube showed? I think overall, the overall impressions were, uh, I think, pretty similar. So there wasn't like a giant effect. It wasn't like, yeah, after 40 days of doing this, I totally knew a difference. Like, if I didn't know any better, I would just think it was the normal kind of seasonal fluctuations in terms of revenue, impressions, click-through rate, like all those stats, like, the the gut i mean i didn't do any statistical analysis on these things and probably the better more like scientific methodical approach to it would have been to like go through each video list the you know and plot out like the video the watch time and then the percentage you know like um but i you know i was like eh, i don't need to do that i don't need to be that specific about it because if i have to look that closely then i'm not sure that the differences are that impactful then but um i don't know maybe if i had done that i would have noticed something different but overall i'm just like i'm not sure i'm noticing a huge difference that i can readily pinpoint to having or not having mid-roll ads so while my gut seems to say like it didn't make any difference so put them back on the other part of me is like well let's give it a little bit more let's give it like at least until the shamrock shuffle ak so let's get through like one kind of training block even if it's a shorter one and see kind of like you know what a little bit a lot more data does to it Ooh, crawford smith says he's saying no good he's out uh, running after taking a heart fall on the ice yesterday on the run oh crawford hopefully it's not too bad and then you're going to be back quickly i did slip a little bit today um it wasn't bad it was just kind of like lost my footing i did i didn't go all the way down but i was down you know i had to put a hand down and what happened was it's related to the poop is so there's a spot like really close to the park right really close to where the park is near my house where i had a couple more 200s to run and basically i was running on this one stretch just back and forth because i wanted to be close to like the exit out of the park near my house and so i was doing that and then after a 200 you know on one of the you know rest periods i was turning around kind of in a u-turn fashion and just lost my footing so i was that was kind of scary because it could have been bad, but fortunately it wasn't too bad for me. Crawford, though, I hope you get back soon. Well, Ben says, according to his Garmin, he bumped up by his reported VO2 to 59. Nice. Sean says, good lighting today. It's a, it's a mixture of a really weird light fixture that's very old and like natural light coming through the windows. If I let too much natural light in through the windows, it really hits the glasses. So I kind of I have to like use a mix of natural and and 
artificial light. I was going to say unnatural light, but yeah. John Max says, it's the SoCal weather out there. It's 45 degrees in the morning for an eight-mile run. That sounds really nice. <laughs> I know that's probably a little chilly for you, but it sounds great to me, I got to tell you. All right. Um, PG. What's going on, PG? He ran a half mar marathon today. And he did it in an hour 48. His personal best. Awesome. Good job. Let's get the cowbell out for that. And he did it in the endorphin shift. Oh, nice. I keep meaning to get my endorphin shift out. I've got them. They're sitting in the closet. They're waiting. But I'm just like, we've had so much snow. And I'm like, I don't think that this is a good snowshoe. So I'm going to, I'm looking forward to trying it out on an easy day. Maybe I'll do it an easy day with some strides, but. You know, it's been a very long time since I've run in the shift. I'm very nervous by just how much kind of armor and like posting and all the stuff that seems to be in it. But I'm like, I don't know. I think it, I think it deserves a second shot. Rotor Review says, how's it going? What's going on, man? Good to see you again. Um, Crawford says that Seth says he's not going to buy the Zumex Invincible run because they're too heavy. Any thoughts? Um, I don't know. Uh, I'm surprised that he's not going to get it. I would imagine that that would be a shoe that he's, I, I don't know. We'll see if he sticks to that because it's a pretty fun shoe to run in, but you know, he's got some very specific goals right now. So, I mean, he's going to be running a 10 K is that right? No, 10 mile, 10, 10 K. I think he's running a 10 K shooting for 30 minutes break 30 minutes so under 30 minutes for the 10k in naples i think he just announced in a couple months in april i think so like you know for a guy like seth trying to, who's training gonna be training for a 10k maybe not training like for like a, a, the 10k as an a race but if he's doing that i don't suspect he's going to be doing a lot of work that requires in a nike invincible but you know we'll see i think i think he would like it but I mean, and here's the thing with Seth though, like with his, like with weight and shoes for him, like he's has a smaller foot. So like for him, like the weight is, I mean, maybe it's relatively more, I don't know. Cause he's shorter, but, um, I mean, he's just so power potent, but like, um, you know, it's like for him and his size, the, the overall weight is like not that bad. Like on the other hand, like if you're looking at some of the other reviewers that have a 10 and a half or an 11, you know, those weights get super heavy real quick. I was listening to the drop today, the Believe in the Run podcast, and they were talking about the Ultra Boost. And Thomas is, 10, I think he's a 10 and a half. He was thinking his comes in at 12.7 ounces. Just gargantuan. I mean, that's like a big old trail shoe in like a road shoe package. It just seems weird. But like, I don't know what the size is on the Ultra Boost at. You know, what is his size? A seven and a half? He's not that much smaller than me, but in terms of shoe size, but yeah. So, I mean, that's interesting. It's interesting that's his, his opinion. I think he would like it, though. I do think he would. Hamish Thomas says, What is, and sorry guys, I'm way behind on comments. After this one, I'm going to scroll down so I can catch up with you guys are. Hamish Thomas says, Hi, Kofuzi, what's the best max cushion shoe for under 100 bucks? Under a hundred bucks, I would say probably 
Um, maybe, I mean, there's like the Skechers. I haven't run in it. Skechers performance, like, there's the Go Run Max Hyper. It's got a million words in it, but the really fat one. I don't know that that one's under 100 bucks. But that's probably where I would look. I would look to see if you can get an, I don't even know, like maybe an old Ultra Boost. You might be able to find that. I don't think any of the Triumphs, like 17 or 18, are going to be under 100 bucks. So that's that's a tough kind of price point to get under for Max Cushion. Because Max Cushion, there's just more stuff. So like it's, it's going to tend to cost a little bit more. I'm trying to think. It's a good question. Because I don't think any of the 1080s. Maybe like an old 880 or old 1080. But I didn't try any of the 1080s before the 10. And they were very different before version 10. So I don't, I'm not sure I would necessarily recommend those either. Hmm. Good question. I don't, I'm not sure. Ooh, Roadrunner Review says he just hit the 100 subscriber mark. Congratulations. Get a cowbell out for that as well. Good job. The first 100 subscribers are the hardest. For sure. For sure. Great work. Great work. All right. All right. I'm going to scroll down because I'm way behind and I want to catch up to you guys. Ben Y says the Reebok Symmetros is under 100, he thinks. Yeah, I was going to say like the Reebok float rides, but those aren't max cushion. They're very comfortable shoes. But like the Forever Energy that I ran in last year, I rode in the float ride Grow, I think. Yeah, so I ran in the float ride Grow. Not that, yeah, I don't know. The name's always so confusing to me with Reebok. I just need to figure it out more. But I ran the float ride Forever Grow which is like the eco version of the forever float ride. And that one felt great, really great cushioning, but it doesn't feel max cushion. You know, it's very, it's feel actually it feels pretty low to the ground. Um, Albert says you can definitely get the 1080 V10s for under hundred. If you can get the 1080 V10s under hundred, that's the one to get. I would say get that. Um, all right, cool. Thanks. Thanks for that, Albert. Yeah. And Jeff Elliott agreeing. That the V10 is close to 100 bucks for that 1080. Nice. That's a that's incredible. That's an incredible deal. Cause I what it costs a lot. It's like a one. I just ordered the version 11. Hopefully it'll be here like Monday or Tuesday. Um, I think it was like 150 bucks. So that's quite a bit of a deal. Rick Sutter's here. He's at hey everyone joining late. No problem, Rick. Good to see you. All right, and Sam Gazinski says, any advice on how, how long to rest what may seem like the beginnings of an injury? Cut or run short with some Achilles pain today. Achilles pain, I feel like, is really tricky. I got, I was plagued with that for a long time in high school and into college. And I think for me, it was just like, you know, I was just trying to do too much, and by the end of the season, like, my Achilles would just give out. So I would lose a lot of explosiveness um, in the legs. Um and for me, it wasn't, yeah, I mean, the answer is you you rest it until it's better. I mean, I mean that's like a really unsatisfying answer. But, um, yeah, you're going to have to let that come back a little bit. I, I, I mean, unless you have something that you're specifically training for right now, you know, I'd really take it easy with the Achilles pain um, because there's just not a lot you can, as far as I know, that you can do for it. You're going to have to rest that up. Um and then when you come back, you know, ease back into the intensity, if that's an option for you. That would be my approach. Be careful with that, Sam. Um, all right. Orm McGowan wants to know, 
What's a cheap speed day training shoe that won't beat up my legs too much? I'm thinking Zoom Streak 7 or SL20, avoiding the carbon, which is better? And any other suggestions? I love the Zoom Streak. I love the SL20. Oh, you know what? Today, I totally messed it up. We were supposed to shop together today, guys. But I bought, <coughs> I bought another pair of shoes this morning, and I bought something for the Monday mukbangs as well, which we could have totally done that together. That would have been fun. But I, so I apologize for that. But I did just buy the new SL20. I don't know. They're not even calling it SL20.2. Just the, the the newer one. And um, the original SL20, I do think, is a great speed day training shoe. Um, but if you're looking for one that's not going to beat up the leg so much, um, the SL20 is a good option. The Zoom Streak 7, uh, I'm not sure that's going to be one to look for to for, to be a little bit easier on the knees or on your legs generally. Because that Phylon, it's pretty firm. It's very pingy. Like when you hit the ground on it, it feels like it, boom, bounce right back. Um, it's in, a, I, mean, I think it's still Phylon, I'm not sure. I had the Zoom Stream Streak 6. Uh, and it's got a TPU shank or plate, whatever you want to call it, in there too. So it's a fast shoe, but I, I, that for me was a little bit of a rough ride. Um, as fun as it was, it was a little bit firmer. So, I mean, I might look at, if you're looking for something that's easier on the legs, I might look at the Rincon. That would be one that I would look at. Uh, I would also look at the um, Hyperion Tempo. Again, depending on how you're going to use it, if you're going to really be using it for some speed, speed day, oh, but that's not cheaper necessarily. The Rincon, I think, is a little bit more affordable. I'm trying to think what else is a good speed day option that's cheaper. Probably a Razor 3. That would be a good one because that usually you can usually find in some of the other less popular colors you can get that one real cheap so i might look at that one although i'm not sure what the prices are like for you over where you are all right um yeah carlos also voting for the ring con too and i think that's a good one um carrie smith says is stride worth it yeah, that's a good question right now. Right now, I'm not sure. I'm kind of annoyed at my stride or confused by my stride right now because my stride flip pod, like, I'm not sure if it's giving me accurate power numbers anymore. I just don't know how to check, really. Um, but I feel like it's still giving me accurate pace and distance. But, um, and for me, that's worth enough to have the stride flip pod here in, in Chicago where there's some taller buildings and I'm going under underpasses and things like that where the GPS signal can get real wonky real fast. So for me, it's still worth it. But, um, like lately it's been telling me, I mentioned this at the top of the podcast that my, it keeps downgrading my critical power. So even though I've been working harder, um, you know, it's telling me that. Um, getting less strong so it's getting really frustrating because I keep wanting to like increase that number I don't know I just uh, maybe it's becoming a vanity metric it's definitely becoming a vanity metric for me in some level but also I'm just like that's the metric that I'm kind of using to see like are these speed workouts are these threshold workouts actually making me stronger am I getting better or not or am I just getting better at suffering through the workouts you know what I mean so I don't know either like the stride is absolutely right and I need to reevaluate because something's not working or something's really weird, goofy about it. But I mean, I don't, I can't answer that yet in terms of what's going on with me lately, but overall I've been really happy with stride. I still wear it every single day. I think it's worth it, but I do have some questions about it. It might be just time for me to get a new one. I've had mine for several years now. 
Neat Penguin's here. Says hi all. And he has a question. Says, speaking of cushioning, summer is creeping up on me in my mind. You're an optimist. Says, need something softer than SL20s for easy times on the road, but still with some energy return. Ride 13, Rincon, thoughts? The Rincon will definitely do that for you, but the Rincon, I don't really love for like easy long runs. So like if I were going easy in the Rincon, I really don't think I'd want to go more than like eight miles, maybe 10 miles in it easy. If I were going to do a lot of easy runs longer than that, I just don't think it really would have what I need for it for that. So so for easy times on the road, but with still some some energy return, I mean, the Invincible run is definitely one that comes to mind, um, but also like the Clifton also comes to mind as well just for easy running ride 13 is also a great choice beacon 3 is a little bit lower to the ground or it feels lower to the ground another one that kind of like comes to mind as well as does um easy times on the road i was gonna say endorphin speed but maybe not for easy times on the road but yeah so those are some that that kind of come to mind and steven gerzer wants to know any plans to review the ultra rivera it's an interesting shoe um i'm not sure i'm not sure what i'm going to review from ultra this year i'm like i'm definitely going to look at the escalante again and then the question becomes do i try to find do i look at a lone peak this year maybe you know if i get some time to run up in some trails somewhere maybe that's something i do or do i try to see what ultra max cushion is like i didn't i didn't really like the torn i don't i don't think the torn is exactly a max cushion shoe but i didn't like the torn so like I just want to make sure, like, I, I want to have good, really good experiences with Ultra, so I'm, I'm stick with the Escalante, and I, I think the Rivera is kind of is, re, is it replacing or it sits somewhere between? It's kind of like it sits between like the Escalante and the Torn, I think, something like that. I, I don't remember exactly. So it's interesting. It's like it's caught my attention, but I don't know if it's like I don't know that I need something in between the Ultra and something else. I want like. I mean the Escalante and something else. I want the Escalante and then something like very different from the Escalante. I, I don't know. Maybe. It's a maybe. Probably more like a probably, but maybe. Shannon's here today. Shannon, I saw your Instagram today. It was pretty cold for you down there. Hopefully you warmed up since the run today. Francis Antonio de la Vega back again. Says, hi, Clifton or Triumph 17th? Thanks. Mm, I like I really like the Clifton Seven. For me, that was my favorite Clifton that they've made. Uh, not that I've tried them all, but of the ones that I've tried, that one was my favorite. The Triumph Seventeen. I think I like the Triumph Seventeen more than the Triumph Eighteen. Maybe it's just nostalgia, but I do feel like it was a t touch softer. The Triumph Eighteen seems almost like a little bit more firm. Um, I maybe maybe I'm just imagining it, but it just seemed a little bit firmer than the, the 17 and so both of those the Clifton 7 and the Triumph 17 are probably my two favorite iterations of each of those shoes they're different kind of shoes I think I would you know I think of the Clifton as a daily trainer and the Triumph 17 is more max cushion I don't know did I make a video about this I don't know if I made a video did I make this video I feel like I made this video I don't remember if I made this video I'll go with what I said in that video Otherwise, I'm not really sure which one I would pick. They're both really good, but they're very different feels. I might pick the Triumph. I don't know. I think I think it's close. I can flip on it either day. It might depend on what the workout is. Maybe the Clifton, though. Maybe the Clifton. I, I tend to not, like, Max Cushion Shoes aren't my favorite category. So I might lean towards the Clifton a little bit. That was a really good shoe this last year. And Shannon reminds me. 
get the Torrent 4 or 5, but not the plush. Okay, well, I'm definitely going to stay away from that plush from now on, because I didn't like that one that much. Um, yeah. Um, all right. LT Bucks 33 says, Kinvara 11 or 12? Um, I haven't tried the Kinvara 12 yet. I think it's out, right? It's available for sale. I, I don't. I haven't picked that one up yet. It looks great. Um, I think that. I mean, I did like the Kinvara 11 a lot, but I also think the Kinvara 11 for Kinvara fans was very different. Um, it for me, you know. So Kinvara to me sits kind of like like where the Pegasus Turbo used to sit, like kind of the fast everyday trainer. Um, but not necessarily fast long, but fast short. So like a speedy shoe, something that you might run to the track in and then run on the track in kind of shoe. That's where I really think the Kinvara sits. A lot of people used to race marathons and down to 5Ks in that in that Kinvara before like, you know, carbon plated shoes took over everything. I think the Kinvara 12 is going to go back to kind of like the Kinvara roots and be a little bit more of the speed trainer. And then the Kinvara 11 was to me just a straight up really nice everyday trainer a little bit closer to the ground a little bit not as like cushioned uh or not as plush as a lot of other daily trainers might be but for me solidly a daily trainer so it depends on what you're what you're looking for but i look forward to trying the 12 but i haven't tried it yet um chris dyke said finally of my critical power by 10 with a speedier short run last weekend first it's moved wow that's amazing that you got it to move by 10 points with just one just after one run hmm interesting that's cool awesome um sean marshall says how's the readjustment to chicago going co uh it's going okay i think that um one of the things i'm having a hard time with is like making the videos i don't know if it's just the videos that i've been trying to make lately or what but they seem to be taking a little bit longer i don't know if i'm getting distracted or what but they seem to be taking like an, a, a little bit longer, a big por bigger portion of my day than they normally do. And I just feel like I'm not getting enough of like the everything else that I want to get done around here with my family and around the house that's done. So like I'm adjusting to that, like how to like restrike a new balance. But other than that, I think I'm fine. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm looking for, it seems like things are changing very positively in a very quick fashion. And I'm looking forward to that overall mm, 2310 lamb v says do the do the 1080v 11 rub your ankle bones i don't know i haven't gotten mine yet i just ordered them like the other day maybe a day ago was it just yesterday i don't know the day's mixed to me uh, but yeah so i should be getting it next week so we'll see some videos i'm looking forward to that i mean we're gonna have some good videos about that 1080v 11 I think, you know, we're compare. I don't have any more triumphs to compare it to, which is a shame. But, um, you know, we're comparing it to the Invincible run. So, like, you know, we'll have some fun videos coming up for that. But I don't have it yet. All right. Ben Browning says, Mike and the Kofuzis. Anyone waiting, awaiting their Atreyu artist? Thought of it when seeing the Believe in the Run Puma Nitro Supercritical Foam Shoe Reviews. Yeah, it's interesting. I just saw on, it was a tray. I don't know if I was looking at Atreyu's Instagram or um, Mike's Instagram, at Mike at Atreyu. 
but like he was out just out running on, on Austin and he ran into someone else that had their artists on. Um, I don't, I wasn't familiar with who that person is, but you know, I was thinking, I've been thinking about the artist today too. Mm, all right. Um, John MacDia says, what pre-running snack and post-workout snack do I prefer? My favorite pre-running snack is either almond butter and jelly toast sandwich or um, uh, oatmeal raisin cookies. <laughs> Those are my two favorite things. I just love oatmeal raisin cookies. Um, post-workout snack, do my, my favorite is um, yogurt and granola. If I can get some uh, dried fruit and some nuts and some chia seeds in there, just mix it into like a slop, like a slurry. That's kind of my favorite with like a big, super hot cup of black coffee. That's my favorite post-workout snack. I'll also accept pizza for pre or post. <laughs> um, Chris Dyke says, I don't think I have enough hard efforts in the books for when he was talking about stride and just had a 10... Uh, point critical power boost so i don't think i had enough hard efforts in the books for stride to give me an accurate number initially they recommend some fast miles to calibrate the critical power yeah okay well that makes more sense because i thought i thought that maybe you had just not just got maybe just gotten it um so that makes more sense it's going to jump around a lot in the beginning if you if you just kind of as it like learns and starts to figure you out so that makes a little bit more sense but i'm glad that it's starting to figure out figure you out Uh, all right let's get a couple more in for today um, Andreas Kaluza says are the $75 Atreyu daily trainers uh, yeah the, their base model ones those are daily trainers I would say they're very much on the firm side so like they remind me a little bit more of for example Canvara's in terms of like the ground feel it like feels very low to the ground it also reminds me a lot of like the Reebok uh, float ride shoes where they feel like really low to the ground, but there is cushion there, but like, it's not like a soft, like plush cushion. Um, you're definitely getting some spring, but you're also kind of getting some feel of that road underfoot. So like, it's not like Clifton soft, um, but it's probably more like a Canvara feel underfoot. Um, but yeah, those are the those are the daily trainers. And then they have two models. They have the those, the daily trainers, kind of like do a little bit of everything. I like them kind of in the same way that I like a Canvara, where I was like, I might use it for not a long easy day, but easy days or easy days with some speed in them. So that's kind of where how I would use it. Um, Jody says, are you thinking of changing the opening to videos based on your drop-off metric? Uh, no, because I, I like that part. That's my favorite part to do. I'd rather ha have no talking part and just have, um, I mean, if I could manage it, I would only do videos from the GoPro while running. You know, like I've thought about that too, like as I'm reviewing a shoe to like have the review be like from the road, like I'm in the middle of my first run and the Nike Zoom Invincible. Here are some of my thoughts. This is a, you know, how 28 millimeter, 38 millimeters in the 37 in the heel, 28 in the fourth. You know what I mean? Like I thought about like maybe I would do it that way because that's the part I like doing. Um, is, is editing like that kind of footage. Um, but I also think that like most people's videos tend to have that really, really high drop off as well. 
Uh, and I think a lot of that comes from the fact that sometimes people click on a video and then don't finish it for whatever reason. Like, you know, maybe you were waiting for the elevator and now the elevator's here or you're waiting for the, your next stop on the train and your train's here or whatever. So I think that there's a lot of quick drop off and there's also a lot of like people sometimes will just accidentally click or click on something to get a share link or whatever reason. I think there's a lot of quick drop off. I don't know that my drop off is more substantial than others. I wonder. I thought maybe that'll be the topic for the next uh, question I'll ask the next time I do a video like that. Um, so, but yeah, I, I'm not really thinking about changing it. It does make me think about like how long do I make them? You know, it makes me think that I should tighten it up and then just use more of that running footage as B-roll to cover like my, my talking face. So that's that's something that I've been already doing or trying to do more of. Yeah. Mm, Shannon says, Code, does the video have to end completely for you to get the same benefit? No, I don't think so. So I think that as long as people get, you know, like more than halfway through, then I think that it's, I mean, it's not, and it's not like it's like, it's not like bing, 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 like level achieved. You know, there's nothing like that. I just think that if people stay in for longer, it kind of helps me out. Um, but at the same time, like, I don't want anyone to be like, oh, I really want to go do something else, but like, I want to make sure I get Kofuzi his six minutes. You know, I don't, don't do that. <laughs> you know, don't feel like you can't like that. You have to hesitate to click on it. Cause you don't know if you could commit to the entire thing, you know, don't, don't let it change your behavior. The way I see it is like me getting that high number of people getting all the way to the end of the video is about me making like really highly entertaining content. Um, rather than trying to get people to game it in terms of like making it all the way to the end, like through conscious effort. So like I want it to subconsciously be that, oh, look, I got to the end of another Kofuzi video. So that's kind of like my goal. So don't, don't worry. I, I, I appreciate it. I love the, the support, but don't, don't like try and stick around for an extra long time. But to answer that question, like, you know, as long as you get through a lot of it, I think then the benefit that I'm, or the, the metric that I'm trying to appease is, is going to work. All right, Super Schmoles, what's going on? She's got to head out to good afternoon. Well, good afternoon to you. Sorry I didn't catch you a little bit earlier, but good to see you again. All right. Oh, Greg says the New Balance Indoor GP is uh, is on NBC. Yeah, I'm I'm recording it. I have I programmed it this morning into um, the DVR, so I will be watching that later. And um, you know, I I didn't even know about this event until I saw um, Erica Kemp. Uh, the runner for Adidas. She's not going to be attending today because, uh, not because of COVID, but she just has like another cold, like a, another like sickness. She's like, she's like, I'm sick. That's why I'm not going today, but it's not COVID. She's like, I kind of forgot that those things existed. So, um, so it'll be, I think it'll be interesting. I'm looking forward to watching it either. I want to say it'd be like nice to watch it later tonight, but realistically speaking, I'm probably going to watch some sort of Australian programming later on this evening. I might get a chance to watch it tomorrow morning. All right. Um, <laughs> Shannon says, I leave your channel on even when I'm not watching. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. You know, I think like, you know, if I were really serious, I mean, I am serious, but like one of the things that I do need to make a better effort on is, in terms of watch time is to do a better job of suggesting videos myself at the end of my videos for people to watch. Um, you know, a lot of Seth does like a fantastic job on it, you know, in terms of like, here's what the video we'll toss it to you next time. So click here. You know, he does that, that thing after every video. Um, I need to do a better job of that and encouraging people to like when they're watching it, be like, oh, this video that he's talking about, I do want to watch that one. 
that is very relevant to me. So I think, you know, that's something that I need to make sure I'm doing. I'm not taking advantage of that. So that's because I feel like if you've made it to the end of a Kofuzi video, you probably want to or you'd probably be okay with watching another one. So like that's kind of something that I got to work on. All right, mouse froze again. There we go. Christopher Shell is here and says, dang, just turning in. Just tuning in. Abandoned my longer outside after eight miles and just finished on the treadmill. Better late than never. Hey, but you know what? You got it done. You got it done today. I mean, eight miles outside and kind of like the weather that most of this country is experiencing right now is pretty good. Definitely something to be proud of. And then coming back in for more. Impressive. Very impressive. Mm. Martha says, a lot of people do that with our music. It's common also that they'll listen to the first piece, but not continue to hear all the movement of pieces. Yeah. So I think, yeah, people come in for just like little chunks, nuggets that they want to get. That makes sense. That makes sense. Um, all right. Or McGowan wants to know, are the SL20s true to size? Yes, they are. Um, Dr. Funk asking a really good question. Uh, when you watch someone at a 1.25 speed or something, do you get the same amount of algorithm kudos? I'm not sure. That's a really great question. I would imagine so. I wonder if it, I mean, I'm assuming it counts as 1.25 watch time because you've consumed like that, like metric of content. Hmm, interesting. Um, all right. Oh, and Jody saying in the long run, jo Dr. Josh is going to be on live stream in 10 minutes. Very cool. Very cool. I, you know, sometimes I feel like Dr. Josh's live streams are hard to watch because he just has so much knowledge. Like when someone asks him a question, his answer will be just chock full of just helpful information. I'm like, wait a minute. I gotta, I, I gotta like digest that again. Well, that answer was really good. So always so much information. It's just so much knowledge on that channel. All right. And Kurt Owen says, his videos are so great. More people finish them than start them. <laughs> and Ben Y says, even though I want people to like just naturally organically just consume the content, uh, he's going to be force feeding people my videos, Clockwork Orange style. That's a movie that is so good. And I feel like for whatever reason, it's not really being talked about a lot, kind of in like the general kind of zeitgeist. I feel like it's really applicable to like not applicable but like there's it's something that I feel I'm surprised that more people aren't talking about on a regular basis right now because everyone's been talking about like 1984 is like, like dystopian Orwellian um, but um, or H.G. Wellsian that doesn't have the same ring to it but um, yeah but Clockwork Orange that was a great movie. I love that movie. I love the soundtrack of that as well. Um, all right. Oh, Chris Dyke says, the Believe in the Run outtakes keep me watching to the end. Hmm. I don't have that many out. No, my outtakes aren't funny. I think that if I were filming with a team and like a couple people, then I think there might be more outtakes and stuff that's funny like that. But uh, I don't know. I don't know that I have funny outtakes. So I got to think of something else. You know, I've been trying to put different Easter eggs in the videos every day, but the last couple of days, you know, I've been real bad about trying to find other stuff during the day to film that I could put in there. So that's another thing that I can do. I'll make a better effort of doing that. So good tip, good tip or a good observation. 
All right. I think that's going to be it for today, everybody. Thanks so much for tuning in. Tomorrow morning, there will be no video. Taking the day off from posting a regular video, but we will do another live stream, 3 p.m. Central Time, same as today. Hopefully, I'll see you guys then. In the meantime, be safe and stay warm out there, everybody. Thanks.